Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. You'll be set Caleb drove out. Remember how old Caleb is. He's 85, okay? He's 85. Caleb drove out the three sons of Anak from there. Sheshai, Ahiman, and Talmai, the children of Anak. Then he went up from there to the inhabitants of Debir. Formerly, the name of Debir was Kirjath Sefer. So again, Caleb says, here I am. Remember, he says, here I am, 85 years old. It's like everybody in Israel is dead. Everybody at 20 years old and under survived, but everybody from, from 45, the next 45 years, they're all gone. Nobody is over age 65 years old. And here's Caleb. I'm 85. That means God spared me. My age has to speak for something, which means I follow the Lord and he has spared me. So he says, I'm 85 years old, but I'm still strong enough to go out and take those guys living on my inheritance. I can still take those guys on my inheritance. Guys, I just told you where your inheritance is. It's, in, it's, it's yours in heaven waiting for you. That's your inheritance. You hear me? The enemies that say, no, we're blocking your way. Uh-uh, that's my inheritance. God said so. <laughs> I love it. Caleb said in the previous chapter, he said, it may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. If you recall, he said that. I could drive them out as the Lord said. And so look here at verse 13. It says, Caleb got a share of Judah according to the commandment of the Lord to Joshua. According to the commandment of the Lord to Joshua. So what was that commandment then? We need to know that. Back in Numbers 14 and 24, he says, But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him, and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. That's what the Lord told him. He told Joshua to give Caleb a cut. Now this is where Caleb's confidence is coming from. Caleb's confidence is coming from what the Lord said. My confidence is from what the Lord said. It's not based on what y'all say. It's what the Lord said. And it actually happened. He actually went in and took it at 85 years old. Because the Lord said. We got to learn to listen to what the Lord says. Because when we don't listen to what the Lord says, we miss out on a lot of promise and a lot of things we could be doing. Romans 10, 13. I want to show you something that the Lord said. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Lord said that. Oh, you can't be saved, Ray. You're too much of a sinner, Ray. You've messed up too much. You should not even be the pastor, Ray. Remember all the bad stuff you've done, Ray? There's no way God will take you, Ray. You're not good enough, Ray. 
I'm telling you the battles I deal with every day. I do. I just say, Satan, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved because the Lord said so. Because the Lord said so. And my confidence comes from what the Lord said, not from what anybody else says. And I really had to learn to get a hold of that. I had to learn to take confidence in what the Lord called me to do, because I just, quite frankly, don't feel like I'm good enough to do any of it. Caleb knew and held to the promise of God. Therefore, he was a conqueror, because he knew the promise of God. We should be doing the same thing, all of us. We should be just like this. But in order to conquer like this, you need to know the promises that God has spoken over you. To my friends out there, you never read the Bible. You claim to be a Christian. You claim that Jesus is your Lord, but you don't know the first thing about him. You don't know anything that God says. You don't know that anything, anything that God promises for you. How can you be a Christian if you, first of all, don't do what Jesus says? And secondly, how can you be a Christian conqueror and take down strongholds if you don't know the promises God spoke over you? Maybe that's why you lack your confidence. Let me give you some confidence today. There's another promise I want to show you that God spoke over us in Romans 10.9. It says that if you confess, if means you may or may not. If, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Okay, promise. Walk in confidence based on what God said. Ray, you can't be saved. You just, you've messed. Hey, according to this, if I do this, I will be saved. Now, Satan, hush. God said it. God said so. Some people tell me they don't believe in that verse, that they, they, you will be saved. No, I'll probably mess up and lose my salvation. You don't lose salvation. He seals it. He binds it. And this isn't permission to just say the prayer and go off and murder 50 people, because if you're saved, you won't do that. You'll be changed. Well, let's not argue that. But what I'm saying is, God said it. That's it. I'm going to cash in on that promise, and I'm going to walk in it. That's the promise. Caleb did the same thing. God said, I get this, I'm walking to do it, and he became a conqueror because of it. Caleb is walking with confidence based on what the Lord said, and it did happen. And I'm going to walk forward based on what the Lord tells me, and it's going to happen too. Caleb's confidence in God's promise made him become a great conqueror over three sons of Anak. Now, the reason why I'm using Caleb's example so hard here is because there's a lot of believers, and I was the biggest one of them all, that really fell down in this area. That They fall bad in this area. They don't have confidence in their lives because they either don't know the promises that God has spoken over them, or they know the promises, but they don't believe in them. God said, you will do that. Well, I don't know if I really fully believe that or not. Okay, well, that's why you're where you're at. Caleb did not sit around and go, well, I don't know. I I probably can't take these guys. I'm 85. I am pretty old. Uh, Everybody's telling me I'll probably throw my back out or something. I probably shouldn't go for it. Okay, his whole line, his whole inheritance isn't going to get that land. Caleb goes, God said it. I'm going to do it. He didn't listen to the naysayers. A lot of Christians fall in this area because they don't really either know or they don't believe it. And as a result, they end up thinking they're worthless. Because they feel that they have, they feel like they have no worth. Yeah, I'm saved, but man, my life's 
what, what, what am I doing here? Hey, if you were truly that worthless, then Jesus would have never died on the cross for you. So you're worth a lot. You're worth so much that the king of all creation left his throne. Why should a king ever have to leave his throne? He left his throne to be crucified for your salvation and mine. I'd say that makes you worth a lot for a king to do such a thing as that. Wow. Jesus actually said in Luke 12 and 6, he says, Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. You have worth. You have a lot of worth. God has promised great things ahead of you. He has already pre-established your inheritance ahead. The question is, do you believe it enough to go walk in of confidence towards it? To go to what God promised you? Caleb's doing it. What about us? What about you? Don't be afraid, Jesus said. Caleb did not fear those guys on his inheritance. He wasn't scared of them. Even at 85, he went and took them. He knew his worth because he knew the promises of God. So he went forward and conquered. I just want to tell you today that you have great worth. And there's a lot you can conquer in Jesus Christ. If you suffer from depression or even loneliness... Or maybe you think of yourself as nothing but a big failure. I had to struggle with that for a long time. Everything I was trying to do was failing. What little I knew that God was trying to get me to the ministry. <laughs> That's why I failed at everything I tried to do. You think yourself that you're a failure? You've been listening to the world. You need to listen to what God says. You need to listen to what the Lord says. Romans eight thirty seven says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You're not just a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. A lot more than that. Now, when you realize that God actually cares about you, I've had people come up to me and tell me they, they just now discovered God cares about them. First thing you want to do is say, what? But hey, they're catching it. Don't blow it. All right, good. Amen. But for those of you who are still have yet to realize this, I want to tell you, God cares about you. He wants to invest his time, his power, and his will into your life. And once you catch hold of this, it'll drive your confidence. And you'll be able to go and do all these great things. Let me make an example out of myself real quick. I am more scared of public speaking than anything else. (laughs) I really am. Am I getting red? I'm more scared of public speaking than anything. I had to do this oral report in Bible college. And I've been with the same students for two years. I knew them. We've been around each other all, all the time, but when I had to stand in front of everybody like this, and I had to do this oral report, I could not do it. I froze, and I, I've, I remember how my oral report was in front of people I knew. I, 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 um, hang on, this is hard. Um, okay, uh, it was like that for about two minutes before I could really get rolling. Uh, I couldn't do it. I remember, uh, Anna probably remembers, she met me at uh, Eagle Wireless, a place we used to work at. I did pretty good at radio. I, uh, I was put up for Employee of the Month one time, and we would always have a pizza party for Employee of the Month. And so the Employee of the Month, they'd say, get up here and say something. I was so scared of that. I told the boss, if I ever make Employee of the Month, hand it to the next guy, please. All because I didn't want to stand in front of people and say anything. Now, the reason I'm standing up here like this is I'm trying to show you something. 
I'm trying to show you the confidence I have gotten from the Lord calling me to ministry, that I can do it. And this ain't based on me. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm shaking right now. God has called me to do this. He says, Ray, if you do this, a lot of great blessing will come of it. And so here I am. I'm, I'm scared. Look at my hands. When I come up here, I'm scared. What am I saying? When we understand what God has called us to do, and we understand the promise behind it, it'll drive your confidence. And your confidence is based on God's promises, not on your abilities. It's based on what God said. Ray, you can't talk. You don't sound like those other pastors, Ray, that are so eloquent. You're from Alvin Ray. You're country. You're hick. You're redneck. You were raised on that ranch where people talk like Boomhauer from King of the Hill. You can't do it, Ray. Yeah, but what does God say? What does God say? God called me to preach. And so my confidence is based on His promises, not my abilities. And so I obey. I obey God and I preach, like Caleb said, because the Lord said so. Because the Lord said so. Y'all hear me? Caleb was not afraid to conquer his part of the inheritance because the Lord said so. I get past my fear of coming up here and speaking because he said, Ray, go preach. And I'm up here preaching because the Lord said so. Caleb conquered not on his own power, but by God's power and by confidence in God's promise that he would be successful because the Lord said so. So I want to ask you, what about your struggles? What about your lack of confidence? What about your lack of boldness in certain areas? The things that God, you know, wants God, God wants you to do, but you haven't done it because you're afraid. Because Satan's telling you you're not good enough. You can't do it. But what did God say? What did God tell you to do? You can do it. But I don't want to do it. Well, that's another story. <laughs> you got to get to a point where you do. And, you know, it, it doesn't feel good every time I come up here in, in, in this whole hour that I talk up here. It's, it's not easy. But I'm doing it. Are you blessed? I hope you are. If you are, well, then great. Somebody's going to be blessed off what you can go do. Second Timothy 1.7 for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You focus your mind, get it together. Okay, I'm going to concentrate on what God said. I'm not going to be afraid. I got God's power in this and go do it. You notice I paused before I read that verse because a wave of fear rushed over me right before I said it. I struggle up here, guys. You watch the video. Yeah, he did pause. <laughs> I had to. I had to get my composure back. Even while I'm saying it, I have to stop and go, God's got this. Okay. It's a struggle, guys. Caleb, you can't take these people. You're 85 years old. Caleb, you're not an Israelite. Who do you think you have in you? What Israelite blood is in you that you belong to any tribe? You have any right to claim a, uh, an inheritance. Caleb, you have no right. You're not entitled to any inheritance at all. I hear that. Ray, you can't preach. You can't speak in public. They probably won't even listen to you anyway. I grew up around a lot of people who literally told me, we don't care what you have to say. Satan was attacking me decades before I even came to this calling. Because I honestly believe people did not care to listen to what I had to say. Ray, the people won't even understand what you're trying to articulate. Because you're not good enough. 
You have no qualifications, Ray. You might as well give up. Leave this up to other pastors who are better at it than you because you don't sound anything like them. These are words of the enemy that I battle with every day. Every day. But James 4, 7 says this. I don't submit to the enemy, therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Caleb had something to take on and he had to get this down. He had to submit to God. There are things you've been called to that you know you've been called to and you're afraid to do it. Satan's telling you you can't do it. It's time to shut him off and listen to what God says, what God has promised. Now this promise that the devil will flee, that's a promise of God that gives me confidence. Confidence. So although the enemy tries every day to make me doubt, I can make him flee because the Lord said so. Because the Lord said so. We need to be like Caleb and get a firm grasp of who we are in are to God. That's our identity in Jesus Christ. We have an identity in Jesus Christ. Ephesians 3 and 12 says of Jesus, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in Him. There's your boldness and your confidence right there. There's strongholds in your life that need taken down because the Lord said so. But through Jesus, you can have victory over those strongholds because the Lord said so. We need to cast our fears on Jesus because fear will keep you from walking forward into the blessing that God has already established ahead of you. It's already there. Just like, hey, look at these grapes. Look what's already out there. I'm trying to give you a sample of fruit to go out and get what's already there for yours to take. Caleb knew the promises of God. But do you? Yes, Ray, I know what God promised me. Well, then why are you so defeated? I want to ask so many people that. Oh, I know what God promised me. Then why are you like that? Why are you like this all the time? I'm saved by Jesus. I got eternal life to look forward to. Oh, goodness gracious. I don't buy it. Knowing the promises of God won't motivate you. Knowing them will not motivate you. Believing them will motivate you. Big difference. Knowing is up here. Believing is right here. And the heart, swallow it from your head to your heart. The, the Bible says, trust Lord with all your what? Heart and lean not on your own understanding. Not here, here in the heart. If you know the promises, but you ain't swallowed it down yet, doesn't do any good. I can look at a plate of food and go, hmm, that's good for me. No, it's not. Not until you swallow it. <laughs> but then you swallow it to belief then you'll have confidence to conquer your strongholds, just like Caleb did. I think somebody in here needed to hear this today. I think somebody just realized that there is a way out of that big mess. There's a way out, and you needed to hear this. But now this mess shall not own you anymore. Why? Because the Lord said so. You need to believe it. Blessing follows obedience. Blessing follows obedience. If you want to be blessed like Judah, if you want to be blessed like Caleb, put your trust in the Lord and He'll deliver you through your trial because the Lord said so. And don't let anybody else tell you any different. 
1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I needed to give you a starting point to walk from. There it is. The victory's already done. Stop trying to win it yourself. You never have. You never will. All you'll do is tire yourself out. The victory is right there in Jesus Christ. Walk from that and know the promises of God. You will have confidence. I wish y'all knew me in Bible college. If y'all had seen me there and seen me, what I'm doing now, y'all go, (laughs) yeah, we get it. I got friends in Bible college that remember me. I actually skipped an oral report in Bible college one time just because I was too scared. And I worked out a deal with the uh, professor to do extra credit to get around it. He didn't know I was trying to be sneaky like that. I was just trying to get out of speaking in front of people, but I'm doing it now. And when God called me to the ministry, I went through two years of Bible college, skipping oral reports, and people were looking at me like, you're going to be a pastor? Dude, you've got some tough days coming. What about you? What are you dodging? You've got some tough days coming if you don't get a hold of it. But you can. We're here with you. We're here for you. We're behind you. We're in front of you. We're beside you. We're around you. Get in the middle. Don't get out there on the edges and get out there where you're vulnerable. Get in deep in the body of Christ like Judah was in the land and have confidence and go forward and conquer what God said you can conquer just like Caleb did because you've got a great inheritance ahead. And proof of that is the Holy Spirit. You get him right now. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to pray. If you want that confidence, if you want that Holy Spirit now indwelling, if you want the fruits of the Spirit, I'm not in the land, but I want this, I want to see the grapes. Pray with me. Father, thank you for this day. Lord, I've been lacking in confidence, and it's been blocking my obedience to you, and that's sin. Lord, I don't want to do that no more. Lord, show me all the things that I need to do that I have not been doing. Show me all the things I need to get right and forgive me for not acting when you told me to. Lord, I want to understand who you are. I'm going to pursue you in your word. I'm going to study to know your promises. Thank you, Lord God, for your promises. Thank you that you make promises. I I don't want to commit to people that I don't trust. But Lord, we're the sinner and yet you give me promises. (laughs) Wow. Thank you. I'll take them. Not only will I take them, but I'll follow in obedience through them. Thank you for the promise, Lord God. I will go forward and conquer and do the things you told me to do, even though I think I can't do it. But I'll do it because you said so. Lord God, for anybody here that's realized they need you to save them, I'll pray with them. Father, forgive me. I'm a sinner. I have totally messed up. I have blown every shot. I have expended every ounce of energy or any goodness that I may have ever had. I have none. I blew it in my sin. I'm guilty. But thank you that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die in my place on the cross to pay my penalty, to clean up my mess for me so that I could be saved. Thank you. I accept you as Lord. Come into my life. Teach me who you are. I will pursue you in the word. I want to know your promises. I want to follow your ways. I want to obey because you're Lord. You're the boss now. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time 
unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.